Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Monday, January 23rd. President Joe Biden may be getting a new chief of staff, but he's still facing the same old political headache of this document brouhaha and a special counsel investigation. I have no regrets. I'm following what the lawyers have told me they want me to do. It's exactly what we're doing. There's no there there. That was President Biden on Thursday, just a few days ago when he was out in California talking about the classified documents that have been found at his home in Wilmington, Delaware, and the special counsel investigation that got launched because of it. So you have the president on Thursday saying there's no there there and he has no regrets. And yet, on Saturday night, the White House admits that more classified material was found at the president's home. You may understand that's why Joe Manchin, a Democratic senator, may find the president's comments last week less than stellar. He told my colleague Manu Raju earlier today that statement is not correct. So what did we learn about the latest documents to have been found inside the president's house? Well, precious little when it comes to the content of the documents, which is pretty much the case throughout this entire scenario. We've gotten the briefest of descriptions of the initial set of documents found in his office at the Penn Biden Center. But really, we know very little about the content of the classified material here. So that leaves us just with all the process stuff, which is part of the ongoing political headache for this administration because they can't seem to get out of their own way. On Saturday, we learned that the president's personal attorney, Bob Bauer, said that there was a voluntary search going on at the president's Wilmington home on Friday. The FBI was there searching the president's home at the president and his legal team's invitation to do so. That is when six additional items were found, including documents with classified markings on them. Now, this is interesting because Bauer also said that the documents were both from Biden's time as vice president, which is what we have believed all the documents had been to this point, and from Biden's time in the Senate. So that's now going back to 2008, at least. So now this is the fifth time that documents with classified markings on them have been found in a place that they shouldn't be. Now, as you might imagine, the White House is leaning into the cooperation piece of this. They want the full contrast with Donald Trump, who was resistant to have the authorities get the documents. There was a whole negotiation. You'll recall that the FBI executed a search warrant on the Mar-a-Lago premises. There was concern that documents were being moved around and not properly protected, and there was anything but cooperation on the Trump side. So the Biden folks are leaning into the full cooperation they are conducting with the Department of Justice in this scenario as a contrast. That does not mitigate the fact that these documents with classified markings are in places that they should not be, that they were clearly mishandled. And so while they may lean into the cooperation, they still have to deal with the very real concern of a special counsel investigation and the very real concern of the drumbeat of negative 
headlines and what that does to supporters in their own party, in Biden's own party, getting a little annoyed, frustrated, exhausted by more and more revelations that this wasn't all sort of buttoned up. But as I said, the White House is trying to paint a different picture here. Listen to what Ian Sams, spokesperson for the White House Counsel's Office, said on MSNBC earlier today. I understand that there's a desire for public disclosure of information, that there's a desire for facts to come out. But it's important that the full set of facts be gathered by the Justice Department and then presented publicly so that people can understand all of these details. And as you'd expect, Republicans are seizing on this. This is a field day for them. That's part of what's causing all the Democratic hand-wringing as well. House Oversight Chairman James Comer told Fox News today he thinks the Justice Department isn't taking Biden's probe seriously. I think any premise where the president has spent any amount of time needs to be searched. And we formally sent requests to the Secret Service about any communication or documents that would give us an idea of who actually had access to that house. We know the White House is going to stonewall every Uh, investigation by House Republicans, uh, much less this investigation. So we're hopeful that the Secret Mm. Service will work with us. But President Biden's real political headache is coming from his fellow Democrats. Listen to Joe Manchin, Democrat of West Virginia, who is potentially up for re-election this cycle if he chooses to run again in 2024. Here he was talking to my colleague Manu Raju. If one of the presidents did something nefarious more so than the other one, these are both wrong. They should have never happened. So there's a lot of guilt for both, okay, or mishandling or misappropriating. And uh, let's just find out if there was any damage done to our country. And the number two Democrat in the Senate, Senator Dick Durbin, a loyal Democrat and former colleague of Joe Biden's in the Senate. Well, he minced no words when he was on CNN yesterday with my colleague Dana Bash. When that information is found, it diminishes uh, the stature of any person who is in possession of it, because it's not supposed to happen. The elected official bears ultimate responsibility. The president and his team continue to believe they are going to have to experience a bunch of short-term pain here with bad headlines as more and more documents get found for a long-term payoff that they believe they will be fully exonerated in this special counsel investigation and that there was nothing nefarious going on, that there was no malintent in the mishandling of these documents. But that does not change the seriousness of the effort here. So that's one political problem for them, is that the revelations continue to happen. The second one is, if that is the case, don't go out and say there's no there there. And then 48 hours later, there's more there. So even if you are fully exonerated at the end of the day, you can't go and say before cameras there's no there there when the full story is not yet known. That puts the president, by his own doing, into a tougher political bind. And unwinding all of this will now be in the hands of a new man at the top of the Biden White House, and that is the new chief of staff, Jeff Zients. Now, you may remember Jeff Zients handled the initial COVID response for the Biden administration, including getting hundreds of millions of Americans vaccinated at the outset in 2021 when Joe Biden first took office. 
Zions had since left the White House and then had returned in the fall on a special project for sitting White House Chief of Staff Ron Klain, expecting a bunch of turnover after the first two years trying to identify new talent. Well, there hasn't been a ton of turnover in senior positions in the White House, but clearly Ron Klain identified new talent because he basically handpicked his successor here. Ron Klain has decided he's going to step down as chief of staff in the immediate aftermath of the State of the Union on February 7th. And President Biden has tapped Jeff Zients to be Klain's replacement. He's known as a real operational guy who can focus on the train's running implementation of policy, making sure It is an orderly West Wing, while the more political experienced hands on the president's team focus on what is expected to be a re-election campaign. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please, if you like the show, consider giving us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.